Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 119. We're reading 2 Samuel chapters 4 and 5 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Matt Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 119, 2 Samuel chapters 4 and 5. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until tribute comes to him, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. Genesis 49.10 Saul's son Ishbosheth was presented in chapter 3 as being personally paranoid and politically foolish. If you're going to accuse the commander of your army of treachery, you'd better know what you're doing. Yet Ishbosheth could not answer Abner another word because he feared him. Now although Abner met an untimely and greatly mourned demise, his stated purpose to accomplish for David what the Lord had sworn to him, to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and set up the throne of David over Israel and over Judah, would be realized. Two of Ishbosheth's captains take matters into their own hands and murder Saul's son in his sleep. Now the lack of an armor-bearer or a bodyguard or any follow-through from Ishbosheth's militia might point to a larger conspiracy for an army that knew it was over. Nonetheless, David deals with his murderers the same way he dealt with the Amalekite, who bore news of Saul's death. If David was not going to kill Israel's king, he wasn't going to let anyone else do it either. So the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. Samuel's oil had long since dried from his forehead, but the Lord's spirit was still upon him, and now all Israel would recognize it. For a coronation party, David captures Jerusalem, and we are introduced for the first time to Zion, that is, the city of David. As you read today, pay attention to David's recognition of the Lord's hand. Both in war and in peace, David displays a gratitude and reverence that Saul never had trajectory leads us to believe that Israel could, finally, have a prince after God's own heart. Our verse for this week is Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 2 Samuel 4 and 5. Now let's read it. Chapter 4. When Ishbosheth, Saul's son, heard that Abner had died at Hebron, his courage failed, and all Israel was dismayed. Now Saul's son had two men who were captains of raiding bands. The name of the one was Bana, the name of the other Rechab, sons of Rimon, a man of Benjamin from Beeroth, for Beeroth also is counted part of Benjamin. The Beerothites fled to Gittaim, and have been sojourners there to this day. Jonathan, the son of Saul, had a son who was crippled in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And as she fled in her haste, he fell and became lame, and his name was Mahibosheth. Now the sons of Rimon, the Beerothite, Rechab, and Bana set out, and about the heat of the day they came to the house of Ishbosheth as he was taking his noonday rest. And they came into the midst of the house as if to get wheat, and they stabbed him in the stomach. Then Rechab and Bana, his brother, escaped. When they came into the house, as he lay on his bed in his bedroom, they struck him and put him to death and beheaded him. They took his head and went by the way of Arabah all night and brought the head of Ishbosheth to David at Hebron. And they said to the king, Here is the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, your enemy, who sought your life. 
The Lord has avenged my lord the king this day on Saul and on his offspring. But David answered Rechab and Bana, his brother, the sons of Rimon, the Berethite, as the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life out of every adversity, when one told me, Behold, Saul is dead, and thought he was bringing good news, I seized him and killed him at Ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his news. How much more, when wicked men have killed a righteous man in his own house on his bed, shall I not now require his blood at your hand and destroy you from the earth? And David commanded his young men, and they killed them, and cut off their hands and feet, and hanged them beside the pool at Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the tomb of Abner at Hebron. Chapter 5 Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, Behold, we are your bone and flesh. In times past, when Saul was king over us, it was you who led out and brought in Israel. And the Lord said to you, You shall be shepherd of my people Israel, and you shall be prince over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years. At Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and at Jerusalem he reigned over all Israel and Judah thirty-three years. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who said to David, You will not come in here, but the blind and the lame will ward you off, thinking David cannot come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. And David said on that day, Whoever would strike the Jebusites, let him get up the water shaft to attack the lame and the blind, who are hated by David's soul. Therefore it is said, The blind and the lame shall not come into the house. And David lived in the stronghold and called it the city of David. And David built the city all around from the millow inward. And David became greater and greater, for the Lord, God of hosts, was with him. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David and cedar trees, also carpenters and masons who built David a house. And David knew that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. And David took more concubines and wives from Jerusalem, after he came from Hebron, and more sons and daughters were born to David. And these are the names of those who were born to him in Jerusalem, Shammua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphalet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will certainly give the Philistines into your hand. And David came to Baal-Pirazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breaking flood. Therefore the name of that place is called Baal-Pirazim. And the Philistines left their idols there, and David and his men carried them away. And the Philistines came up yet again, and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, You shall not go up. Go around to their rear, and come up against them opposite the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then rouse yourself. For then the Lord has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. And David did as the Lord commanded him, and struck down the Philistines from Geba to Gezer. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.